Faith, Hope and Love, episode 194, the fourth Sunday of Advent, year A. Our time of Advent waiting is almost over. The excitement and the beauty of this Christmas feast is so close, only a couple of days away now. This weekend we hear the superb account of the Annunciation of the Angel to Mary. When the Lord breaks the news to this humble and loving lady that God's promises to a long-awaiting and hope-filled world are being fulfilled in her. God has entered human history in a definitive and miraculous way and through God with us we are saved. It puts me in mind of the words of this hymn. The King shall come when morning dawns and light triumphant breaks, when beauty gilds the eastern hills and life to joy awakes. O brighter than that glorious morn shall this fair morning be, when Christ our King in beauty comes and we his face shall see. The King shall come when morning dawns and earth's dark night is past. O haste the rising of that morn, the day that ever shall last. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Drop down dew from above you heavens, and let the clouds rain down the just one. Let the earth be opened, and bring forth a Saviour. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Welcome everyone, and may God's spirit of counsel and fortitude abide in you always. We continue on our Advent journey. We now light the fourth Advent candle, the Angel's Candle, which reminds us of the message of the angels, peace on earth to people of goodwill. O rising sun, you are the splendour of eternal light and the sun of justice. O come and enlighten those who yearn for you. Lord, have mercy. O King of all, come and save humanity, whom you formed from the clay. Christ, have mercy. O Emmanuel, Lord our God, come and save us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Pour forth, we beseech you, O Lord, your grace into our hearts 
that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ your Son was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Chapter 7, verses 10 to 14. The Lord spoke to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as Sheol, or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David, it is too little for you to weary the people, that you weary my God also. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with child, and shall bear a son, and shall name him Emmanuel. The Word of the Lord Let the Lord enter, he is King of glory. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord, who shall stand in his holy place? Those with clean hands and pure heart, who desire not worthless things. They shall receive blessings from the Lord, and reward from the God who saves them. These are the ones who seek him, seek the face of the God of Jacob. Let the Lord enter, he is King of glory. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans, chapter 1, verses 1 to 7. From Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which God promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. The gospel concerning his son, who was descended from David according to the flesh, and was declared to be son of God with power, according to the spirit of holiness, by resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through Christ we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith among all the Gentiles for the sake of his name, including yourselves who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. To all God's beloved in Rome who are called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The virgin will give birth to a son, his name will be Emmanuel, God is with us. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. 
chapter 1, verses 18 to 24. The birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfil what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet, Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife. The Gospel of the Lord Our God has a very, very long memory and a very good memory. And our God is faithful. He keeps his promises. Something foretold long ago, something promised by our God more than 700 years before, is now being fulfilled. Just as God said, it's a reminder to us that God thinks in many hundreds of years. God has the whole picture, whilst we, individually, only have a small glimpse, a small part of it. But God has all the time in the world to ensure that what he promised will be fulfilled at the perfect time. When we stick with God, we are in very good hands. In Matthew's Gospel, an unnamed angel speaks to Joseph in a dream. Leaving the angel unnamed redirects the reader's attention in two ways. First, attention is turned away from the person of the angel to the mission of that angel. He is there as messenger of God's bidding. In this, he's the model of what Joseph himself should be, an obedient servant. Second, the anonymity of the angel highlights the role of Joseph too. In Matthew's genealogy... Jesus is the son of David, whose lineage is traced through Joseph. Also, Matthew presents the husband of Mary in terms that recall the story of the patriarch Joseph, who receives his message from God through dreams, and who rescues his family by bringing them up out of Egypt. Joseph is the righteous, obedient, humble and compassionate protector of his wife and her child. Joseph is a wonderful model of discipleship for all of us. He's honest, humble, quick to respond when asked, and is all about God's priorities and vision, not his own. He's happy to be the Lord's humble and somewhat anonymous, loyal servant, and stay in the background to what God is achieving. His cooperation, along with his blessed wife Mary, allows God to do great and wonderful things through them. The significance of the child is indicated by his two names. 
he's described as Emmanuel. This indicates what Jesus is doing. He is God who has come down from heaven to make his home with us. He is God with us. It also shows that Jesus is fulfilling the ancient prophecy of Isaiah, our first reading. And so God indeed is the one who is utterly faithful to his promise. The second name indicates who Jesus is. Jesus means saviour, for he is the one who will save his people from their sins. Joseph is described quite deliberately in this weekend's gospel as a righteous man, and that's very important. In some ways we've lost the full technical meaning of that word. This really means that he was a man who always strove to do what was right, not just to fulfil the dead letter of the law, but to fulfil the spirit and meaning of the law. He would do whatever it meant to be utterly faithful to what God meant by the law. So whatever he did would be to do the right thing to do, in God's eyes, for the good of others. So he was a man open to the spirit. And that becomes quite clear. When Joseph heard that Mary was with child and not from him, he obviously did not initially understand what was happening. This was completely out of the ordinary. He clearly did not respond with outrage or immediately demand that the letter of the law as it existed in his time be followed in that situation. Because he must have known and loved Mary very much. And he must have known intuitively that there had to be some kind of explanation for this situation, no matter how bewildering. He knew Mary and her faithfulness. And so Joseph did not act rashly or imprudently. We're told, very importantly, that Joseph carefully considered what he should do, what would be best for Mary and for him, and for everyone in all circumstances. He is an inspiration of how we Christians ought to respond to the many surprises, confusions, and misunderstandings in life. That is, not rushing to judgment, not overreacting, but rather lovingly, prayerfully considering, with a thoughtful, reflective mind, what is truly right and best for all parties concerned, especially those most vulnerable. What had occurred was so enormous that he could not really comprehend. And of course, when he got more information, when the angel appeared in a dream and explained that this was all happening because of God's actions, he realised that God wanted to include his humble, lowly self into God's plan. God wanted Joseph to be the stepfather of the Lord. So Joseph immediately, faithfully, righteously, did all that was necessary. He obeyed God and did God's will, even when it was all very confusing. Joseph and Mary are an enormous inspiration to us. Inspired by Joseph and the Blessed Virgin Mary, we too wait for the Lord. May our hearts be ever alert ready to respond immediately to whatever God asks of us. O Emmanuel, King and Lawgiver, Desire of the Nations, Saviour of all people, come and set us free.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. The birth of the Lord is very near. Let us pray to God who loved us so much, he sent us his only Son. That the Pope and bishops will be living examples of Christ's love. Lord, hear us. That government bodies will be generous with the needy at this time of preparation for the celebration of Christ's birth. Lord, hear us. That all people will know that they have a special role to fulfil in our community. Lord, hear us that we, like the Blessed Virgin Mary, will be completely open to do the will of our Lord. Lord, hear us, that those who are ill receive healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us, that the dead will be with Emmanuel, God with us forever in heaven, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God, ever faithful and true, you have spoken to us through the prophets. We ask you to hear us as we prepare for the birthday of your Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For all the oracles of the prophets foretold him. The Virgin Mother longed for him with love beyond all telling. John the Baptist sang of his coming and proclaimed his presence when he came. It is by his gift that already we rejoice at the mystery of his nativity, so that he may find us watchful in prayer and exultant in his praise. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name will be called Emmanuel. Let us pray. Having received this pledge of eternal redemption, we pray, Almighty God, that as the feast day of our salvation draws ever nearer, so we may press forward all the more eagerly to the worthy celebration of the mystery of your Son's Nativity, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. Thanks everyone for joining us, and may God sustain you with his grace and love this coming week, and may the celebration of Christmas in just a few days' time fill your hearts and minds with Christ's peace, and may we be inspired to take the light of Christ to everyone we meet. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel, that mourns in lonely exile here. Until the Son of God appear, rejoins, rejoins, Emmanuel shall come to you, O Israel.